Welcome to the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the everyday golfer. We're your hosts, Rennie Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we recap the Jingle Bell Invitational, wrap up the PNC Championship, discuss upcoming changes to the President's Cup in 2026, and establish our goals for 2021. Stay tuned after the break. Okay, I think we're I think we're good to go. This is our I see the light up on there. This is our pilot attempt here at the um, on the Sandy Pars podcast doing a Zoom um, recording here. So uh, please excuse us for the audio quality if it isn't up to the the high quality standards that we've previously provided. Um, up to par, if you will. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, we had an eventful week since we last uh, since we last um, recorded. Uh, the biggest thing of them all, um, probably pretty clearly, at least in our own personal lives, is the the Thomas Cowan Jingle Bell um, Invitational that went down in at Metro Golf Links in Oakland. Um, just for just to recap, uh, historically speaking, um, Ryan and I are the uh, defending champs when it comes to these tournaments. We most famously won the uh, the Benjamin Pyatt Runkle Memorial last year. Um, and it, and it wasn't even close folks. Um, and just so you know, the, uh, the scoring format then was, um, you know, we use handicaps and then, you know, two man best ball. Um, and we won by about six strokes last time. And this last, this at the jingle bell invitational, the results, um, weren't in our favor this time. Uh, we had two foursomes, so four teams of two. And this year, um, Mikey and Jerry ended up taking home the title um, with a score of even. Um, we came in second with a score of two over. And uh, the other two teams, I think, were several strokes behind even that. So congrats to the winners. One, 100%. Uh, you know, we didn't realize it going down the stretch, but that was cool that we swapped at 11 and we were – playing with uh mikey and jerry there to finish it up coming home yep um, i wish I, and i think i counted up our score wrong so i definitely kind of let us down there i should have had us uh, more dialed in coming down the stress i thought i thought we were even with those guys but we definitely were not well you know uh i believe we were giving giving up the least strokes right, right. uh so so we only had a few holes i think this is where we realized coming full circle. Uh, we had a few holes that I was stroking on and I probably could have done a little bit better of knowing those holes and then keeping (laughs) my focus, but we, we, it's not like we didn't take advantage of them because they, there was a couple scores that we used on there, but yeah, uh, the one glaring one I can think of is 14, which was a bad one for me, uh, where I just wasn't, I was too caught up bullshitting with Jerry and, uh, did not pay attention to my drive and hit the only kind of duffed shot I had really all day. Um, but that one kind of threw it out for, for me. Um, but overall not disappointed in our performance. Uh, I thought we played pretty well. I'll say for winter time, late December Metro was in pretty good shape, even having a, a little bit of rain prior. Um, you know, I, 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 I thought I so no too. complaints about the course. None, none. Um, yeah. I mean, there's even a little bit of roll happening out there in the fairways. Uh, I thought it was going to be sloppy um, just, just because the cold um, out there and, and they do a good job of keeping it um, watered in the, uh, even in the summertime. So um, 
I definitely think that we played well enough to win. I think that we just uh, kind of lost track of, of key holes that we needed to score on. Like you said, I mean, even in that hole you mentioned, you still netted a par for us, but we just needed a couple more birdies. And I think we only got two or three net. Uh, yeah. Two or three net birdies on the day. So, I mean, that's, yeah, how, it's gonna, I think that's how it let us down. It's going to be tough, right? We both kind of struggled through the front nine uh, here and there. We, I mean, we still got, got around um, and then a lot of just, lip outs i had a couple uh lip outs for actual birds that mm-hmm. or rather a couple putts for an actual birdie that that, that were close to going in and yep. then i had a couple lip outs for pars on uh, the front nine that were on uh, birdieable holes for net birdies rather so yep. what are you gonna do i know i mean and i think it, it was great though i mean at the turn everybody was really close i think within a stroke or two of each other and um you know, that's the beauty of handicaps. We had it all handicapped out. So, um, you know, some people were getting two strokes on holes and then, you know, it really, it really evened the playing field. Um, you know, having everybody have a chance to win is the point of having these tournaments and making sure that it's, you know, fun that we get to see everybody that we don't get to see regularly. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah. Have it be competitive, have things matter, you know, have it come down to, you know, the 18th hole or something like that, which is, you know, really awesome. I think uh, Jerry played exceptionally well coming down the stretch too, because the holes that he stroked on, he was, um, you know, he parred, you know, he got yep. pars on two holes, which, so which are- turned out to be a net, a net birdie. And that's really what won them got uh, won them the tournament right there. That was the two strokes they needed. Yep couple big ones down the stretch. Uh, I tried to put a little pressure on him on 18, hit a mm-hmm. great iron shot in just before him. And then he stuck one onto the green too. And he, yeah. and he almost drained the birdie putt. He almost uh, made so the birdie kudos. putt. That's, that's when good it was round. over. Yep. 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 Totally agree. Uh, um, but nonetheless, good round, fun. Good to see the boys, right? Uh, on the topic of tournaments and stuff, I would like to, you know, if we keep going with these, with our, our buddies tournaments and kind of doing them twice a year, I was assuming COVID kind of gets out of our fucking hair here in the next few months. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to dick around with some more formats instead yeah. of just kind of best ball uh, or best score, right? The two man scramble, lowest score, you know, alternate shot, which is going to be a little tougher, but there's different formats we can dabble with. Um, yeah. I mean, I even, I even think two man scramble would be really fun. Um, I just don't know how you apply the handicaps in that format. Um, but that's, what that's why we got Mikey. Way. We have to yep. have Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> If handicap you're guy mikey shout out shout out we all every group needs a handicap guy yep the handicap guru um uh a nice text message before the round ever started with two screenshots of everyone's handicaps yep prior so no ifs ands or buts always good <laughs> to have that kind of stuff settled uh when you're doing a tournament prior to it right yep yeah my only my only concern is i don't know if scramble takes longer i mean because we're hitting uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's faster or what. Um, alternate shot would definitely be quicker. Um, alternate shot would be quicker. The scramble, you know, I mean, I think scramble is, 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 uh, I don't think it would take that long, right? Because, yeah, it, especially what stinks about it is you kind of, you, you're going to lose some shots, right? We got to do it on kind of a cheaper course because yeah, no, I think no so. one wants to pay an arm and a leg and then, you know, not if you pipe one down the middle and we're playing, I can just say, what the hell do I even need to hit one for? Right. Yeah, and we true. go. So, so 
um, that's probably what I would say. We go do do the scramble at the, at a dog track and then yeah. uh, set another one up down the road at a nice course and, and play yeah. more, you know, our own uh, team low score. Yep. I'm hoping that we get a, the next one is hosted by Mikey down in Fresno at uh, at Sunnyside. I'd love that course. Yep. That would be perfect. Never played yep. at Sunnyside, but I'm, I'm game. Yep. And the only- I, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let oh, you go. First. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, man. So the low, the low part of the, uh, the, the jingle jingle bell is that our, our team in the uh, Sigma Chi tournaments is now dismantled, right? Oh, so I know. We, we go back into the, uh, we're in the gulag perhaps. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Who knows what, where we're teaming up, but that also leaves a fun open door uh, and a new teammate, right? We're all boys. So everyone gets along fine and has a good time. Yep. And uh, who knows, we could draw names again next time because Mikey and Jerry get to defend. So, you know, there's a pretty good chance that we can even be on the same team again. 100%. 100%. Um, the only, I think the only downside of uh, of playing on, on Saturday was that we missed um, the the final round of the PNC Championship or one of we the missed, rounds. We missed the, we missed the, the first, first round, the first round. And, um, that was something that I was really looking forward to. I, I recorded it. Um, but it was damn near impossible to find broadcasted anywhere. Like they tried to, they tried to throw us on, on Peacock, <clears throat> uh, which it wasn't there. Um, this is, this is not golf. This is not golf's first time doing this madness either. Yeah. Uh, they, I, I feel like it, it happens quite often. Um, and it, it and you, I don't know. It's 2020 problems, right? It sucks because I'm perusing through Twitter and I'm seeing all the shit that's happening and I don't get the coverage till two hours later. And it's just, you know, it's, yeah, I totally agree. And then you have to jump through all these hoops um, to, to get the broadcast and then it wasn't even on. Um, Yeah. Don't say it's on Peacock. Make me sign up for Peacock and then don't have shit on Peacock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened to me. I was like, fuck, I've been avoiding Peacock for months. And then finally I signed up, uh, signed up for it. And it's not even on there. It's like, how are you going to hype up, you know, Charlie Woods, Tiger Woods out there all week long and then make me have to, you know, have find have, have a treasure hunt to try to find this thing. And even then uh, once it wasn't on there, they only showed like, the highlight or the, the, the last like 45 minutes of the tournament. And then they aired yeah. it in its entirety, like at 3 PM, you know, after everything was already, the results yep. were already out. Yep. Yep. Golf does that. And they wonder why they get bad TV viewership. And, yep. and, and so, um, but back to the, uh, the PNC, right. Saturday, I, I, I want to try to watch more of that round. Cause that looked like the more fun round, um, you know, Saturday on Twitter, all I saw was just videos of JT and Charlie and their yeah. budding best friendship, which is like yes. the coolest thing ever. Um, I imagine think so too. Charlie, you, you grow up, your dad's Tiger Woods, and then your, your, your fucking best golf buddy is JT, just like the current <laughs> best golfer in the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I, I think uh, I saw the highlight of him. He left, um, he left JT, uh, Charlie Whoa. left JT a little note in the bunker, which was just, which is just awesome, you know, watching those guys interact um, and seeing little Charlie's mannerisms that are, he's, you know, he's copying or, or he's doing all the pro stuff already. Like everything that he does is so uh, polished and it's like, it's weird because he's 11 and he's doing all these things that look just like an adult, especially well, I mean, all yeah, the stuff that he does. Tiger his mannerisms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The tiger mannerisms are, are on point. 
you know, back to the coverage and golf kind of dropping the ball. They really do because I, I think about it more and, and that, that tournament's real cool. It should be hyped up a little bit more because you get to see golfers kind of out of their elements, even, you know, Matt Kuchar, his 13 year old kid was kicking ass out there. Right. Yeah. And, yep. and you get all these different kind of age groups. They do a great job with the tees, right? You got Gary yeah. player out there with his grandson, Annika with her dad, normally, there's more LPGA players out there with their uh, fathers, uh, but mm-hmm. they I mean, they had the CME, they had their tour championship going on, so that's why there was yep. no L- current LPGAs. Yeah, that's why the, I think that's why the the coverage was kind of busted because they had to give it to they had to give the initial coverage to the to the ladies, which I completely understand, but you know, figure it out, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what that's in theory, that's what Peacock was supposed to function as, right? It yeah. said go to Peacock, uh, but yeah, yep. someone dropped the ball on that. Uh, I totally agree. But yeah, best beard, wa- best best beard on course, John Daly. Did you see that uh, thing? I I saw that. It didn't did didn't Marco Mira's uh, son have a pretty awesome beard too he, out there? He did too, but John Daly's <laughs> John's like just so rugged and just yeah. Trailer uh, Park Santa Claus, dude. It was yes, awesome. Yeah, 100%. 100%. See that fool shaking a bell out in front of Walmart in Arkansas. <laughs> and his kid, his kid, little John, dude, like, uh, it was funny because it shows the names of the, uh, uh, of the, of the teams and it would be like John Daly. And then it, it doesn't say John Daly Jr. It says little John Daly. Yeah. LJ. And, yeah. Dude. <laughs> He, and he's out there smashing it too. Like I look forward to the day that that little John and, and Charlie are out there on tour together. You know, that's going to be, that's going to be a great day um, when they're both out there playing. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, and then uh, the Sunday coverage watching that uh, we're just coming off talking about, you know, playing team team format style. Yeah. God damn. Did JT and Mike Thomas kill that on Sunday? I mean, that yeah, was like were, video game store, dude. What were they? Gotta what, be cool. Gotta yeah. be cool. Right. Your dad's a PGA pro. You're the best golfer in the world currently, or one of the best golfers in the world currently. And you guys just go out there and they just dominated. What, was it 15 under they shot on the I day? I think they birdied. Yeah. 15 holes. 15 oh holes. God. And yeah. I mean, light, light work. I, I, you know, I didn't watch all of it Sunday football day, so I was right. getting down. Uh, but man, from what I saw, it was light work by that enough to where I was like, these guys, no, these guys are going to just dominate. I, yeah. I see. Uh, I'm looking at their, at the results right now and, and they beat team Singh by one, but they shot a, a team total of a 57 in round two, which is just absolutely absurd. <laughs> incredible incredible and then i'm just looking at the teams here woods and daily finished seven and eight at 20 and 19 respectively yeah that's i mean and it was close you know one stroke is it one stroke mattered it just seemed like because they were only at 10 under the day before they shot a 62 yeah and then just i mean 15 under is just ridiculous yeah, I think maybe JT a little more focused on Sunday when not playing with Tiger and Charlie, right? Yeah, yep. I'm he seemed to agree pretty on dialed that. in. Um, and, um, but yeah, man, that was a cool tournament. I think PGA got they got to do a better job uh, at at hyping that thing up. Um, 
Cause, cause it, it like, like I said, it's cool to see the golfers and, you know, like Cooch had his wife on the bag with him too. Yeah. And his kid playing. Like, it's just cool. And especially in, all the in different COVID. relationships that they have out there, you know, yeah, like yeah, brought, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and especially like, like I said, in, in COVID, cause there's no fans. So you catch them just kind of talking and stuff. Right. I think it's mm-hmm. great for the game of golf and to, to get rid of the image of golfers as these just kind of robot robots that just are hella good at golf. Right. Yeah. Uh, no one. No one wants to see. That's why when when Dustin Johnson won the the Masters, you know him showing a little bit of a, uh, you know, being a human, an actual human, um, you know, everybody loved it. They ate it up, and he didn't even have to say anything. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's what uh, I mean. That's what draws viewership and fanship ultimately, right? Yep. Um, and so obviously the the broadcast of uh, of the PNC. Um, you know, the PGA or whoever's in charge of that completely dropped the ball. But I have to say that um, another recent uh, PGA, um, I guess, decision that really rubbed me the wrong way was uh, the recent change of venue for the 2026 President's Cup. And anybody who knows us, we've been looking, we look forward to two events here the, the last handful of years. We were looking forward to the PGA Championship at Harding Park, which was essentially uh, canceled for fans because of COVID. And then, so the next one was like, okay, you know, 2026, we got the president's cup out there. We're making plans. We're, you know, super stoked to go out there. It's going to be a great showing for the, for, for Harding park. Um, but they decided, uh, a couple weeks ago, um, to bend the knee to the PGA and, and give essentially give away the tournament to, um, Medina country club in Chicago. Um, Medina is where uh, the BMW was this last year, correct? I believe so. Yes. Yes. And I mean, that's a great course and everything, but at the same time, it's like, you know, how do you, how do you let something like that slip away? Um, and I had to look into it. And so what I found out was essentially the PGA paid a million dollars to get out of the contract of that event. And, uh, Steph Curry, of all people is going to host an annual PGA um, event there at Harding park, which sounds good, but um, you know, to, to bring a tournament there, uh, an event there every single year, instead of like, you know, every so often. Um, But that event won't even be ready until 2022. Um, I've seen that that workday is the sponsor, um, but COVID isn't going, they're not going to sponsor the event until essentially they're, they can welcome fans back at the, yeah. yeah. The well, I mean, why would you, right? You're just paying a shitload of money for, yeah, for nothing. No, <laughs> it, yeah, it, exactly. And so, I mean, I, I totally get it. Um, in terms of, you know, I'm looking forward to having an event there every single year. Obviously Steph Curry is a huge attraction, but he's not a pro golfer. He's a, he's a, well, he's a basketball and, player. Yeah. And, and it's, you don't know what kind of event it's going to be, right. It's a mm-hmm. new tournament. So it, it's, it, it, when it's the PGA championship and the president's cup, it's the best players in the world. We know exactly who's there. Yeah. Now, not to say it's, it's San Francisco, it's the Bay area. So I think it'll be attractive to players and be right. a tournament versus mm-hmm. like no offense to the John Deere classic or whatever, but I mean, in Des Moines, I'm not trying to go to uh, yeah, Des Moines, <laughs> shout out to Des Moines. Everyone listening to Des Moines, great fucking place. Love there are no State, direct Oklahoma. flights from San Francisco to Des Moines. You got to lay over somewhere, <laughs> but San Francisco is a little bit more uh, inviting of a destination to pros, but direct again, flights everywhere. Unless you're in Des Moines. It, 
who knows, right? It, like, uh, we don't want it in the wraparound portion of the season. And so yep. it, it could it could be a dope tournament. It could just be, like I said, one of these kind of peon tournaments where uh, you got Corn Fairy guys coming out and winning. I, I think it'll be an appealing tournament myself. Um, yeah, I think with Workday, you'll have, you'll get Phil out there. Um, and and now now thinking about it further and letting my, my anger and hostility kind of calm down a little bit, having Steph Curry there could be, a deciding factor for some of these guys going is tiger going to be there that's what i care about is he gonna is he gonna be there is dj is jt are those yeah. guys all gonna be there yeah. otherwise i you know i think it's uh i think it was a complete letdown yeah yeah i'm did is there any reasoning why the pga said for moving it from uh harding to medina yeah so um because yeah, harding's so hosted a president's cup before right 2000 yes. i want to say 2009 something uh, like that yeah they've they've definitely they've definitely done that um they from what i understand the the contract they have with the pga included the pga championship and the president's cup but the caveat with the president's cup was the pga could get out of it um with uh, a million dollar buyout and and so harding park also though could have stood up and said, Hey, you know, we want to have this event here, but what they, what the thing, the thing was is they couldn't get the, the Curry event and without giving it up without giving it up. So they essentially mortgaged the, they, the base, they essentially um, invested in, you know, instead of doing the event now uh, or in 2026, they're going to have an event in 2022 and they're going to essentially have, they'll have four turn uh, events there before, that president's cup was even, you know, scheduled. Got it. Got it. So I can, I can understand, but still was really looking forward to that in the Bay area. I do think the, the Ryder cup is coming to, um, Olympic club. I know so, the 2021, uh, women's U S open is at Olympic that's right. club. That too. Uh, so, th so those that's will be the be next. Cool. I'm for sure going to that. Uh, yeah, me too. if, if, if we can, right. Uh, yeah. That shit gets better here in 2021 i'm for sure going to that one um but yeah i mean we were looking forward to you're talking 2026 six years down the road we were looking forward to a bunch of dudes that were about to be pushing 40 some of them already uh yep. behaving like 20 year olds and cheering on america that's um, right so pga thanks for robbing us of that yeah Com a complete fucking letdown <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Um, so aside from that, uh, you know, we're at the end of the year here and, um, you know, it's winter time. It's the holidays. We're not playing a tremendous amount of golf in the next few weeks here. Um, but I did want to just talk about, uh, you know, what our plans are going to be, um, and our goals and, um, uh, you know, objectives for 2021 in our golf games. Um, and like, you know, what are you looking forward to in the game of golf? Any courses that you're planning on playing? What, what What's going to be your focus? Okay, cool. So for me, it's still the goal that I had set this last year and fell short of a couple strokes here a few times, but that's to break 80. And that mm -hmm. encompasses a lot of aspects of my game, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So with that, under kind of that big umbrella, I just got a new driver, so I want to get that thing dialed in. I've only mm -hmm. played, you know, three, four rounds with it. So that's probably first. Um, 
I and then and then in the breaking eighty umbrella, this is my my goal for uh, the following year is to make a a much my 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 ball striking is is pretty is very improved from from where I was a, a couple of years yeah. ago and even from last year. And so I've put a lot of time in on the range, and I think I've done that now to a point where I'm I'm really confident in my ball striking and my ability to go out and hit seven iron, five iron, whatever, right? I got to work on dial on the driver in a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I'm going to focus on uh, and make a, a conscious effort to even to really scheduling my practice times and making sure that I'm spending either half an hour to a 45 minute point putting or chipping before I mm-hmm. go and actually hit balls. So less time on the range and more time on chipping greens and putting greens. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you've come close to breaking 80 now, uh, more than a handful of times. I think you've, you've had sub yeah. 40, uh, front and back nine several times as well. It's just putting it all, um, uh, putting it all together. And then it's yeah. kind of, so, so I look back and I think the driver's going to help. Cause it's going to allow me just to, you know, it's, it's from what I've seen, I, I'm a lot more consistent and forgiven with this driver than previous drivers of myself or mm-hmm. that I've, I've hit. Um, but you know, you talk to any old dude that's been golfing a bunch or any low handicappers and it's all, it's all in that short game. Um, and so that comes with playing a lot or just practicing a lot if you're not playing. Right. So, yeah. yep. so, uh, you know, it's so much of it is feel, but uh, if I, I, I think I can really shave some strokes off my game, um, not missing, especially like Saturday, man, the lip outs on a couple close yeah. par putts and stuff. Those are just scorecard killers. Um, and so yep. it's like I said, I, I get in the habit. I want to just work on my striking. So I'm going to change it, right. Use my kind of skills as a trainer and, and uh, a health and fitness pro and working on changing my behavior. So I'm not even going to allow myself to get onto the range unless I fucking hit some chips or spend some time putting prior to that. Right on. And then, uh, yeah, I would have to agree. I think that, um, you know, putting and, uh, and dialing it, dialing it in around the greens. Um, you know, that's something that will bail you out too. If you're not, um, you know, hitting your irons or your approach shots as well as you usually do, you know, that, that can be a round saver if you're able to, you know, chip one in here and there, or, or just have tap in pars, um, because yeah, you're, yeah. you're able to get it close, you know? Yeah. And I think I, it seems a little more glaring here of late because I haven't been playing as much, you know, mm-hmm. and it comes with, like I said, it's, and anyone can tell you it's all feel. So the more you play, you get those kind of around the green shots. But um, I know personally, I haven't practiced enough uh, if for what I want to expect out of myself. Right. Got to mm-hmm. be real here. Um, uh, so what I, if I want those expectations, I feel I got to I got to put the time in on the short game. So, yeah specifically not even a hundred yards in I'm talking in that 50 yards and in uh, and then on the greens, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I think I have, I have to agree as that's one area um, at least for putting and green reading that I really want to improve. Um, I I think I have a good putting stroke at this point, but I'm just not a great putter. Um, I don't three putt all that often, but I also don't make some, you know, really makeable birdie putts when I should. I think if I want to be able to score better, I got to start making, you know, eight to 12 footers a little bit more consistently than I Mm -hmm. do now. Um, And I also think that I need to take more time at reading the greens before my birdie putts, because 
I noticed, uh, even on, on Saturday, like I'm so like preoccupied with watching everybody else that I'm not even focusing on my birdie putt here. And I don't even, I feel like I don't give it a full, a full, um, you know, my, my, my full focus and my full yeah. effort because it's like, Oh, well, if I miss it, it's still a par, like definitely need to go for the throat when you can on those types of putts. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you leave, you, you leave yourself a good amount of those opportunities. So yeah, I would say, uh, I I've tried to make, <clears throat> excuse me, a bigger effort and just kind of slowing my ass down on the greens and walking around and getting a look from, uh, the other side of the hole instead of just yeah. kneeling down and crouching. Um, and that seems to help. I don't know, Brad, I feel my putting's just I've never taken shame on me. I got that new putter and I've never really taken a ton of time to sit and hammer home, like a, a grip of putts with it. So yeah. I got to do that. That's a winter goal. And like I said, kind of goes back to the overall game goal. Uh, what else you got on? Um, um, I'm definitely, uh, there's two, there's, there's two other things. I think I would say I really need to improve and dial in my wedges. Um, I feel that uh, a couple times, at least on Saturday and times past, like on, on par fives, you know, you intentionally leave yourself a, a wedge into the green and I'm, I'm hitting the green still, but I'd like to be a lot more closer, closer to the pin. Um, and, and really, you know, try to, try to get some close to where I don't have to make eight to 12 footers. I can make, you know, three yeah. or four footers for some birdies here and there. Obviously that's asking a lot, but, um, you know, that's just something I feel like I've had, I've had that game when all the other parts of my game aren't, aren't going well. Mm -hmm. So I'd like that to be a little bit more reliable for sure. Um, the, the 60 degree I just added to my bag really helps with that. Um, I can be way more aggressive and I think I'm still a little bit tentative hitting that thing. Um, you know, right at the flag stick every time. Yeah. And then, and then the, the last goal I think for 2021 is to play in some local tournaments for the first time. Um, you know, I've played in, in scramble tournaments or whatever, like with, for some buddies or, uh, putting on a tournament or something like that. Um, but I joined uh, the men's club here at Presidio and in March they're having their first, uh, their first tournament. So looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to going out there and getting my ass kicked by some real golfers, but you know, um, yeah. that's the whole point getting out there and, and playing against some competition. I've never done that. Yeah. I'm, I'm game too. Uh, I've always kind of been hesitant in, in committing to that just cause my work schedule previous right. to, you know, this was, was so chaotic and always working on the weekends, but now mm -hmm. I, I should have my weekends opened up a little bit, um, and, and some more free time. So I'm game. Uh, we always, I always see them coming through from the NCGA as well, you know, yeah. tournaments out at Poppy Ridge and stuff. So We'll look through, but I'm, I'm game. It's, it's fun. Um, I think it brings out kind of a different side. It, we all love golf and dicking around and having a good time and kind of, you know, bullshitting with it, but it is fun to get the competitive juices flowing and try to keep yourself focused and, 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 uh, dialed in. Right. I, yeah. I feel like I play, I generally play better in that kind of setting for the most part. Right. I'm obviously I've shit the bed pounding at the Pacific. Uh, yes. Kind of, you know, so, <laughs> some team play, but, but, uh, in general, I think I, it leads to me playing better and more focused throughout. Yep. I totally agree. Um, yeah. And I mean, you got to play the ball down on top of that. There's no gimmies. Like you're out there yep. all on your, you're all out there on your own. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I think that that's just going to be, I think it's going to really suck the first time, <laughs> but I think uh, eventually it'll get more and more fun. Um, you know, I'm, I'm down to do like, obviously, uh, uh, you know, solo tournaments, but mainly I would like for us to, to get a team together and do some of these scrambled tournaments or whatever. Um, yeah. Because I think that our group of friends that we usually play with, you know, amongst us is a pretty competitive team. Um, if we went out there and, and played in some of these scramble tournaments. Well, yeah. And they're handicapped too, right? You've got the yeah. gross and you've got net scores. So hundred um, percent. Yep. yep. Um, and what I didn't answer was looking forward to in 21, 2021 in the golf game. Um, let's see, maybe a getting some fans back at tournaments. Um, yeah. And then <clears throat> perhaps trying to get out to a tournament here in California, whether that's, the 2021 us open for the ladies or mm-hmm. uh you know us opens at uh tory pines in san diego and it's yep. kind of like we're kind of like in that dead zone of can, hey can we plan a trip to san diego get out there around the us open time or are we still going to be you know everyone in everyone we know has planned a fucking trip and canceled at least one trip already so exactly like, you know, it's a pain in the ass you got to deal with all the credits all this other stuff so but, it sucks, uh, but, it, it but does. hopefully being able to go out and catch a live event would be uh, badass. Even if not, I'm still looking forward to the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines because the last one was historic Tiger Woods on one leg. So um, yep. that'll be cool. Um, There's a chance we can Masters even play Torrey Pines. Time of year. There's a chance we can even play Torrey Pines this year. Um, yeah. You know, we had plans to go down there, uh, but we'll definitely have to move that around whenever they close it down for the U S open, that's for sure. Yeah. I've played, uh, I've played the South course. Um, or maybe I've played both I forget. Uh, but it was kind of, it's kind of lame. It was really foggy. Um, so it's just like, I don't know. I felt like I was playing a seascape. Uh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> you wow. know, I couldn't see, I couldn't <laughs> see the ocean until like 18. Right. And then oh, it God. finally lifted. So, um, but uh, that's more in like the grand kind of global golf thing. I guess for my own game, I don't really have a set trip up or anything, but, you know, try to get down to the Monterey courses. Um, yeah. And maybe, again, it all kind of hinges on what we can do, right? Yep. So, fuck, uh, if, if we can do something, what I'd really like to do is try to get out to the East Coast late summer, early fall, and go play like somewhere out there. Uh, That'll be fun. Who knows? Yep. Well. I'm looking forward to 2021. This is our last podcast of the year. Um, I just wanted to tell all of our listeners, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and whatever holiday you're celebrating this time of year. Same goes to you, Mooney. Um, you know, I'm looking Thank forward you, to playing, playing many rounds with you in 2021. Oh, you know it. Uh, I'm playing tomorrow at Seascape and then I've potentially got a weekend round. So don't count the kid out yet. He may right. break 80. You'll uh, you'll be one of the first to know. Um, but yeah. yeah, Merry Christmas to all our listeners, everyone, uh, or happy holidays, I guess I should say. Happy New Year. Be safe. Uh, you know, keep to yourself. Um, and if I see you, if I see you with over 10 cars parked at your house, I'm calling the cops. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm calling it too. I'll call them. Just <laughs> let me know and I'll call them too, Mooney. <laughs> all right. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. 
We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Join us for a special New Year's Day podcast with fresh topics, including working through the chipping yips, 2021 bold predictions for the PGA Tour, and more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at SandyParsGolf and visit our website, SandyPars.com, for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen. Until next time, hit him straight.